Welcome back, Anthology fans. My name is Coach, and on this episode of Card Anthology, we'll be going over the set that came after the expansion set, Planeship. This set would be the next installment of the core set, and would be released right before the final expansion of the invasion block known as Apocalypse. So, here's the next Card Anthology episode over the core set, 7th edition. Seventh edition was released on April 11th of 2001 and was designed and developed by Randy Bueller, Charlie Catino, Michael Denai, Mike Elliott, Robert Gushera, William Jockish, along with Mark Rosewater, Henry Stern, and T. Wood Woodruff. Dana Knudsen and Ron Spears would continue to play their roles as art directors for these Magic the Gathering sets. This set had 350 cards with 110 commons, 110 uncommons, 110 rares, and 20 basic lands, which was the same amount of cards as your typical expansion set that would start off a new block. 7th edition symbol was that of a stylized number 7 and were white border cards. This was also the first core set to include foil cards and were printed on black border cards. 7th edition would be the first set to replace one common card in a typical 15 card booster pack with one basic land card and release the last version of its two player set along with containing five theme decks. The theme decks were the white colored Armada deck, the blue colored Bomber deck, the black colored Decay deck, the red colored Infestation deck, and the green colored Way Wild deck. 7th edition also had a generic storyline and had the flavor text of the cards narrate the events of a war between the different bands of people. That generic storyline would be the northern and southern bands of people led by the northern and southern paladin fighting against the rival powers of the east and west bands of the people led by the eastern and western paladin. There were a total of four true cycles and one vertical cycle in the 7th edition set. The first cycle was the Circle of Protections, which was started all the way back in limited edition alpha. These were common level white enchantments with two converted mana and prevent damage that came from a certain color. The cards were Circle of Protection White, Circle of Protection Blue, Circle of Protection Black, Circle of Protection Red, and Circle of Protection Green. The next cycle were the diamonds, which were uncommon artifacts with two converted mana that came into play tapped and could be tapped to produce one mana of a certain color. The diamonds were Charcoal Diamond, Fire Diamond, Marble Diamond, Moss Diamond, and Sky Diamond. The third cycle were the Lucky Charms, which were uncommon artifacts that had a triggered ability of allowing the controller to pay one mana to gain one life if a spell of a given color is resolved. The Lucky Charms were Ivory Cup, Crystal Rod, Throne of Bone, Iron Star, and Wooden Sphere. The last true cycle were the Painlands, which were rare lands that could either produce one generic mana or pay one life in order to get one color of an allied pair. The Painlands were a Darkar Waste, Brushland, Underground River, Sulphur Springs, and Carplusion Forest. The vertical cycle was called the Super Tramplers, which is a cycle that has a card that is a common, an uncommon, and a rare, and shared the ability of dealing combat damage to a defending player as though if it weren't being blocked. This was to replace the original trample as it was too confusing, but many players did not like this ability as well. The Super Tramplers were Lone Wolf, Pride of Lines, and Thorn Elemental. There were five mirrored pairs in 7th edition, with the first pair being Castle and Orcish Oriflame. These were uncommon enchantments for 4 converted mana that affected a creature's power and toughness. There was the pair Elvis Champion and Goblin King, which were rare lords for 3 converted mana with a plus 1 plus 1 and landwalk of its color to creatures of their type. Another pair was Holy Strength and Unholy Strength that were both common auras for 1 colored mana with the ability of enchanting a creature to give it more power and toughness. There were the Paladins mentioned from the storyline that were rare 3-3 Knight creatures for 4 converted mana that had the ability to pay mana, tap, and destroy permanent of the enemy color. 
The last mirror pair was Earthquake and Hurricane, which were rare sorceries with a mana cost of X and a particular color to deal damage to either flying or non-flying creatures. In total, there were 177 cards that were taken out of the 7th edition core set. The tutor cards such as Vampiric Tutor and Worldly Tutor were removed from the set along with a couple fun cards such as Jockle Hops and Hammer of Bow Garden. Also removed out of the set, the card Celestial Dawn, Astronaut's Altar would not see a reprint in 7th edition along with the card Doomsday and the big powerhouse card for many years, Armageddon. Cards that were added to the 7th edition set were cards such as Duress, Force Spike, Pyroclasm, and Static Orb, along with a few cards such as Tolarian Winds and the Coat of Arms, along with Wildfire and Seismic Assault. In all, 177 cards were added to replace the other 177 cards that were taken out. A sealed box of 7th edition is worth around $375. So that is all you need to know about the Core Set 7th Edition. If you enjoyed watching this video, please make sure to like and share along with leaving a comment below so we can have a discussion about the set overall. Make sure you also subscribe to our channel for more videos such as this one. Check out our sponsor 5 Color Combo to download their app and check out their store for more things Magic the Gathering. And while you're there, use the code THECARDBAZAAR to get a 5% discount on your total purchases. Hit the link in our video description to see the previous episode that we did over Apocalypse and our next episode will be over Odyssey, so be sure to check out that episode when it comes out. So, with that being said, this is Coach, signing out, and we will see you all next time.